Hi folks, welcome to the Tech Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Sukriti Adhavanshi. IoT and AI are two independent technologies that have a significant impact on multiple industry verticals. While IoT is the digital nervous system, AI becomes the brain that makes decisions which control the overall system. The lethal combination of AI and IoT brings us AIoT, Artificial Intelligence of Things that delivers intelligent and connected systems that are capable of self-correcting and self-healing themselves. Today, we will be decoding the trends of AIoT with Gajendra Mohanshah, Business Head, Phantom Solutions, Robert Bosch Engineering and Business Solutions. Gajendra is currently leading one of the AIoT businesses for Robert Bosch Engineering and Business Solutions. With more than a decade's experience, Gajendra is focused and interested in building new age businesses at the intersection of customer, tech, and business models. Welcome to the podcast, Gajendra. Thank you so much uh, for having me and for setting up the context right. Uh, and uh, look forward to decoding AIoT with you, like you said, through the rest of the conversation. Lovely. So let's get started. Gajendra, uh, you know, to set up the context right, uh, please tell us what does AIoT consist of? So that's a, uh, that's a good starting point, you know, I would say, because oftentimes uh, the way uh, new terminologies are introduced in the industry, uh, there are uh, there are bound to be different interpretations of similar word. I think you have laid the context in your uh, opening remarks very clearly, saying that these are two different technology when we look at AI and IoT. Uh, and when we talk about AIoT, it is nothing but the combination of these two technology. Now, um, uh, just to simplify it further, and take uh, take each one of them separately. Uh, AI is artificial intelligence, as we would uh, we would read in everyday newspaper uh, now about uh, how AI is making our lives and uh, and industries simpler and better uh, going ahead. Uh, the other part of it is IoT, which is Internet of Things, right? So Internet of Things comes from the very uh, simple background of saying that whatever are inanimate objects, right? Uh, can we collect the underlying data of them uh, or these inanimate objects, be it machines, be it your home setups, be it any uh, any such inanimate object which generates data and that information is useful for us as humankind. Yeah? Now AI, what AI brings into the table is uh, the, uh, uh, the assessment or processing of this data to give you refined insights into how you can make your everyday life better. Yeah. So I just see AI and IoT as a, as two technologies, which is now conversion, converging in a fusion and is fulfilling the vision of building connected systems. Right. This could be in our personal life. It could be in an industrial setup. It could be in a setup as large as a city. Uh, and uh, by combining these two, we are creating a potent combination uh, for future. Uh, if I just were to give you a very simple example of AIoT in our daily lives, uh, let's say the wearables, uh, the smartwatches that we wear, right, or um, the home setups or home automation systems that we use, um, it leverages both the capability because let's say wearable, when you are wearing it, a traditional analog watch gave you time, gave you understanding on the date, and that is where it was limited to. Now the same watch by uh, getting added with more sensing is able to provide more information beyond time about your body, which it is connected to, right? And using this data or information, all of us are able to make a lot of decisions related to our health or related to how do we function on a daily basis, what our routines are, 
and increasingly getting more used to using this data in getting our lives better. Yeah? So that's a very simple example of AIoT in play in our consumer setup. I hope, I hope that answers. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so now let's just understand, you know, so while I was researching about what AIoT, uh, you know, actually consists of and what what is the view of the market, uh, Gajendra, a report from uh, Research and Markets forecasts that AI and IoT will surpass a value of $26 billion by 2025. They also demonstrate that AI improves uh, IoT data's efficiency by 25%, improving analytics by 42% of the industry. AI plays a role in both IoT center and edge networks. At the center of the system, AI can perform predictive analytics and alert users of anomalies. Uh, getting insights out of the data from IoT solutions is the only first step. And uh, AI's role in IoT systems has much more potential that it can be unlocked. So tell us how India is building and consuming this technology at this point in time. That's a very, uh, very pertinent question today, right? When we are talking about AIoT or uh, trying to come together as a converged or a fused technology in our daily lives. See, if you look at uh, evolution of any technology, especially the convergence of these technologies, there are a few factors which define how these technologies get adapted over a period of time. Yeah. Now, one, of course, uh, and I'll talk about both since you asked the builder and consumer of technology. Uh, of course, I think consumption side is much, much, much simpler to understand uh, that uh, India being a large uh, economy, uh, being a country with uh, with uh, increasing young population is the adoption of technology related to AIoT is on a rise. Right? So let's break AIoT into different uh, domain verticals where it is applicable today. Yeah? Uh, I discussed about wearables. Let's say wearables as an industry. If you look at last decade, in terms of how the uptake of variables itself has been among the young as well as all, all population or, or age segment, uh, we would be surprised to look at that ad adoption. I'm sure a decade back, we were not talking about uh, replacing uh, analog watches with digital and smart watches, which could do more than give you time and calendar dates. The second area uh, is, is in smart homes, right? Uh, different ways or means in which we are trying to get our homes automated. Uh, now, of course, the third is on smart city and, and smart industry. So if you look at all the four basic domains, and I'm just taking them as a representative example, the consumption in each one of them, the consumer, the city, and the industry is on a rise, right? Uh, and this is predominantly fueled by access to uh, smartphones, uh, reduced cost of networks uh, at a consumer domain level. For cities and industries, it is a value that they are seeing in looking at a collective set of data and making decisions in a simpler way. Yeah? So I see that from a consumption side, there is enough room for us to grow uh, over the next couple of decades. And this converging technology is going to make this consumption of data and insight much more simpler. Uh, also, I believe that, you know, you would also, I mean, there is uh, there is an increasing trend of bringing edge into or edge computing into play. I think you touched about reducing the cost of analytics or the analytics burden itself. And uh, going ahead, we may see more of voice and vision uh, AI coming into these areas, specifically from the consumption side. Yeah? So that's predominantly on how uh, how the consumption, I would see India as a, as a country evolving. On the uh, on the building side, right? Uh, to build any technology, and if you reflect in last two uh, decades journey in terms of how information technology industry has grown, 
uh, you would see that there are certain um, certain elements or ingredients that are required in uh, to grow a particular or a specific technology. I think uh, I'll just highlight three major ones. I'm sure there are multiple, uh, but three major um, uh, you know uh, support factors which which excites me today uh, about AIoT. One is the availability of talent. Right to build anything, you require the right talent to build. Yeah. Second is the available infrastructure. Now you have the talent, but do you have the right infrastructure on which you can build? Right? Uh, and third, uh, both talent and infrastructure require spending um, uh, or investment over a long period of time, whether it be public or private. And I see all the three uh, three major factors being picked. And fourth, anyways, I've, I've touched upon consumption being one of the uh, major drivers of uh, of this technology. So it's pretty evident that India is emerging, uh, you know, as a hub for these new age technologies, and uh, the spend that is being made on creating this infrastructure or creating the talent for digital economy by both private as well as government um, augurs well for the continued growth of this segment. You know, and um, I would like to see, see it more like a vibrant ecosystem where um, one leads to the other, and there is a flywheel set in motion. Uh, for India to really, uh, really shine in the world map when it comes to creating and consuming AIoT technologies. Interesting. So, Gajendra, uh, we spoke about uh, you know being at both the ends of building and consuming this technology. Uh, we understood how it is being happened in India. Uh, tell us why is it you know India is like rightly positioned to build this uh, tech stack right now. Sure. I think you know um, before we do that, let me uh, let me uh, talk about what are the critical elements of the tech stack that we are talking about here right um, there are i mean uh, i've just uh, you it, it depends on how do you really slice and dice on this but i've just taken broader uh, buckets and i see there are basically four major blocks in this entire tech stack right as we call it the the founding block is the sensors embedded and edge analytics yeah? uh, where we are sensing uh, are sensing anything uh, any inanimate object or asset we are sensing it by using um, different kind of sensors, um, certain embedded technology where the sensing could be converted and interpreted by uh, by the sensor, and certain analytics where we process this sensing so that we can send the data. So that's the first block. The second block is on the networks, right? When we can when we transmit this data, um, uh, which then hits the cloud, right? Or which is which is more like a distributed uh, storage. And of course, there are applications then uh, which which runs this data and give you different views of how these objects or assets are uh, are uh, operating or performing on a real time basis. So, sensor embedded edge analytics networks, cloud data, and application, and the last block being analytics and AI, where you get all of this data and start making interpretation as a system, so that you know. Um, uh, you are not just consuming uh, data, but you are getting cues in order to make decisions. Right? So if I look at these four blocks and let's go one by one for each of the block, why I think uh, you know India is rightly positioned to build this tech stack. Uh, let's start with sensors embedded edge analytics. Right? Um, you would see that in in last couple of decades, uh, Indian technology centers, if you uh, or whether it be of MNCs or Indian companies, they have really pioneered in this area. You know. And today they contribute significantly to the products that are built globally and consumed globally when it comes to sensors embedded and uh, embedded technologies. 
um, edge is an area which is emerging and um, whatever ai that we will we are doing or we'll talk about in the fourth block essentially also has a lot to contribute when it comes to edge analytics in terms of the design or the overall architecture of how analytics is built let's come to the second layer of network you know um, i think it is no secret that um, the ushering revolution of telecom industry and the investments that have been made in this domain has provided Indian consumers and businesses access to quality networks at a very reasonable rate. And uh, that is, uh, and, and a lot of uh, engineering or technology has been built around networks, around network configuration, network setup, network management, and so on and so forth. The third layer of cloud data and application, again here if you see, the country has been at the forefront of cloud technologies. We are building new rich technologies and delivering it at scale. You know, you can take example of uh, even uh, the COVID times uh, where we are currently trying to vaccinate a larger population uh, as compared to any other country. And the kind of infrastructure or cloud uh, or, or the data, uh, the way it is being used in order to deliver uh, the services to an individual consumer is unparalleled in the history and um, i'm sure uh, you know uh, going ahead a lot of lot of countries are going to do the same and create this infrastructure use this data in order to provide both public and private services delivery right uh, so what really differentiate and last of course is analytics and ai layer where there has been an increasing interest by most of the uh, technology companies to invest in good talent in the beginning so they, they that they can leverage the outcomes of this analytics and ai for different domain applications you know in whether we are creating products or services if the view view is that most of our products and services um, in the future are going to have ai and uh, ai embedded into it then this is a very critical layer and um, uh, you know uh, this text uh, on, on the on the top of the text stack and is very uh, integral to how the overall technology gets delivered and integrated so what really differentiates us if you see um, is that when you build this technology we can test it at scale of usage we can learn quickly from this and make course corrections at a very rapid pace yeah? another critical factor that stands out for me is the understanding of multiple domains that comes in building these technologies and the exposure that that we are getting to solving problems in these areas so uh, you know one is from the technology side the another is from the business side and the third of course is from the uh, from the society side where, where the talent or or everything is coming from and uh, the intersection of this is where i see uh, there is the right positioning to build more of iot technology and contribute to the overall increasing share or pie of AIoT, both in terms of products and services. Wonderful. So this was the whole brief and pretext of how India is, uh, you know, working in this tech stack. Uh, moving on to the next one, Gajendra, what can NextGen do to be a part of this emerging era? It's a very interesting question that you asked. You know, I believe uh, is already a part of this you know, as a consumer. Uh, because whether it be uh, examples that I have given on wearables or voice-assisted AI technology, NextGen is already consuming these technologies, right? So being tech-oriented or tech-savvy, the way you want to call it, NextGen is already adopting and hence accelerating the usage. So if you see, there is a greater portion of NextGen uh, uh, 
folks today who are contemporary when it comes to uh, adopting latest technology that is available globally. Yeah? And because most of these technologies um, or products and services embedding these technologies are available and well distributed across different regions and countries, uh, it is much more simpler to get access to these latest products and services and the technologies that they use. Right? So that is one part of consumption. So I believe that with this, it would be an obvious next step uh, to be curious about these technologies and participate in creating products for the very problems that exist today, you know, in our businesses, societies, uh, in our day-to-day uh, -day lives, depending upon what kind of problem we are looking to solve for. Um, now, from a learning standpoint, if you see uh, for these technologies, I'm sure um, you would have also observed um, that there is a rapid emergence and uptake of upskilling, you know, uh, that is happening in these areas. Um, how often do we see, uh, uh, you know, um, content around AI, content around IoT, content around machine learning, content around uh, what is digital or digital transformation? What does it mean for our businesses, for our governments, for our society? How acceleration of this is going to improve the efficiency and delivery of products and services at scale. So there is a keen and active interest that is being taken in these topics at an ecosystem level. And hence, I think uh, with the, like I said, from a consumption as well as a delivery standpoint, if I were to see next gen being a part of this emerging areas, I see them contributing in both ways. And uh, it will be very interesting also to see how this ecosystem shapes up, you know, as we speak today, maybe a few years down the line, how, accelerated it could be will be a very fascinating journey to observe all right this is the last one Garindra. do you see a lot more demand for ai to engineers uh, currently could you please elaborate on the in-demand skill sets and profiles um, see i mean um, if, if i look at like uh, in, uh, like i have already uh, mentioned through uh, different means uh, the convergence of business technology and society is evident in this era of digital or ai or iot or new new form order new form or a new world order as you would call it now um, there is of course the tech based skills that you that you did ask me to touch upon in terms of tech stack that is available and how india is rightly positioned but this tech skill has to be combined with innate human skills of emotional intelligence, creativity, and critical thinking. Because this combination is going to solve a lot of problems that exist today and that this technology has a potential to solve for. Yeah? So I believe that when you talk about certain skill set and profile, there are of course text tech-based skills which will which will emerge uh, in the areas of uh, I'll just go back to the four blocks of sensor embedded and edge analytics uh, in the areas of network optimization, management, uh, cloud technologies, and analytics and AI. Yeah? Uh, but at the same time, I believe that beyond these tech-based uh, uh, tech skills that are available, there will be a renewed or refreshed view towards some of the innate human skills uh, like uh, uh, emotional intelligence or critical thinking. And I think this is also where you would be possibly hearing a lot about, um, you know, introduction of design thinking as a concept or human-centered design and technology, where technology is enabling certain um, areas of human life uh, or uh, whether you want to 
see or view that person as a customer, as a consumer, as a civil society person, or as a, as any other definition you would want to call it. But any product or service that is getting built uh, for the future is looking at this human-centered design in order to give uh, give an experience which enhances the user's um, you know um, contribution or interaction with any product or service that he is receiving whether it be from businesses governments or any such form uh, in which we uh, which we build products and services for the future so the combination of these skills uh, both the skill is going to be a very a very critical one as we see more and more uh, more and more of them being adopted or being integrated now coming to the point on demand for uh, aiot engineer i think the journey has just started uh, i mean um, i don't have uh, enough data to tell you in terms of exact numbers but if i look at the last few years bigger growth or or the growth rate uh, in terms of how how there has been an increase or increase in the uptake of professionals going for ai or going for iot related topics i think it's growing at a very accelerated pace so even up to 200 to 300% of growth year on year um, and i think it is going to happen till it uh, it catches a critical mass which is required for creating sustainable technologies over a longer period of time um, and uh, this is nothing new for uh, for an industry or from business standpoint emergence of new age technology is going to go through this rapid scale up phase and we would see a lot of um, a lot of um, uh, folks getting trained and getting exposed to these new areas working in these new areas whether it be from creating a product or a services delivery to the end consumer and this end consumer could be you or me as a end as a end consumption point or it could be businesses it could be government it could be it could be anything who is a uh, who, is, who becomes a stakeholder uh, one more in interesting point which i want to highlight here is uh, why we are talking about aiot increasingly is because you know uh, when the uh, when the evolution of iot started with more and more devices getting connected uh, there has been a upsurge in how the data is getting processed on the cloud side yeah? aiot as a technology brings a lot of intelligence on the device side itself you know and you can imagine that if uh, there are certain um, projection by industry associations uh, which talks about you know more than uh, 75 billion devices being connected by uh, 2025 so so much of data is being generated by each of these devices how much of compute and uh, storage do we require in order to process this data so aiot brings uh, that flexibility by putting the intelligence at the device end itself and saying that instead of taking all the data that i require can i just take uh, essential data or critical data that i need to uh, that i need to respond to and only that data is available for my key stakeholder to respond to while the other data is a normal real time scenario data which i may not be using for decision making so more and more i think um, for especially for critical uh, areas where you would want to make decision at a system level at a device level you would see those areas getting um, uh, getting ahead in form of adoption of uh, new age aiot technology some of the other area where real time decision making at a system level may not be pertinent we may see uh, a slower adoption 
So that is the point on domains, um, wherein uh, you can see the demand coming from uh, coming from some domain uh, very strongly, uh, given the criticality of uh, data processing or edge analytics that is required, as compared to some of the other domain where there could be a slower uptake or a, or a, or a rising slope over a period of time. I hope I, I gave you a perspective on on on, on both the, both the questions that you had on this. Yes, Gajendra, absolutely. And I should say that these were intriguing insights that you have shared with us. So the use of AI for decision making in IoT and data analytics will be crucial for efficient and effective decision making, especially in the area of streaming data and real-time analytics. Thank you for being a part of the show and sharing the concepts and facts so wonderfully on AIoT, Gajendra. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Audience, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy the session. We will be back with the next episode soon. Till then, stay safe, take care.